and welcome to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. My name is Marendi Leverett, healthpreneur, business strategist and intuitive, and I will be your host. In this podcast series, I will be interviewing female healthpreneurs and sharing their amazing, inspiring and motivating stories about how they started their own health business. Listen to how some of these beautiful women have overcome barriers or adversity to create their own unique health business and thrive. These women are not making millions of dollars or dominating the world, but they are certainly making a difference to their clients' lives and living their true purpose of serving and helping others in need. Also in this podcast, I will be sharing hints and tips on how to be a successful healthpreneur whilst remaining authentic when starting and running a health business. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate and educate you on all you need to know about starting, growing and pivoting in a business as a health clinician. This podcast is available to subscribe and download via Anchor, Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcast. So remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hi everyone and welcome to season two of the Authentic Healthpreneurs podcast. My very special guest and the first guest to start us off for 2023 is Lisa Tosha and she is the owner of the Metamorphic Woman. Welcome Lisa. Hi Marendi, it's wonderful to be here. Lovely for you to join me. I'm so excited about this year because last year literally my podcast morphed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wasn't expecting it to you know go literally from the end of February to the end of December so almost a year of weekly episodes so we'll see what this year brings us. So thank you so much for um, yeah being my first guest jumping on the bandwagon to come and share your expertise with my audience. So do you just want to share with our listeners yeah who you are your background and what your business is? Yes, I would love to. Thanks, Mirandi. But first of all, I want to congratulate you. And just I don't want to bypass that monumental, epic um, year that you've had, you know, morphing into something really beautiful. And it's obvious that this is deeply needed. And, you know, the feelers are out there that people are wanting this. So I just want to celebrate you right oh, there. I don't want to bypass that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Again, thanks for having me on here. Um, so, and I forgot what your question was. <laughs> uh, I was asking you just to share who you are, what your business is, where you come from, because you I? have a health background as well, I which do. is, you know, the whole premise I of do. my podcast. I do. I was just absorbing what, you know, like, oh my gosh, she's done this whole year. Fantastic. Yes, <laughs> am I? Yes. Well, right now, um, I'm a life transitions coach for the midlife woman. And like, you know, and my thing is to provide like a space for women to be really seen, heard, like deeply celebrated, you know, no bypassing and any of that as well, you know, in a space that um, allows them to feel like profoundly accepted. And so once we tap into that space, it's like, okay, can they give themselves permission to tap into, you know, conditioning habits that have kept them small, kept them, you know, dim their light. Have they abandoned their dreams? And so get to reconnect with all of that and get sort of excited or curious about what is it that they want to do in life? Because if we think about this is mid-life, we've still got so much living to do, right? But, whoa, there's so much going on as well in every single way. So, you know, physically, mentally, 
emotionally, spiritually, and constantly. So it's this constant transentering of my love is midlife because that's where I am. So I don't get to bypass any of this as well. So I, you know, I'm going to practice all this stuff too, right? And so in doing so, it's like exploring that so they get to flourish in a way that feels authentic for them. So that's the the life transition coaching part, mm-hmm. part of it, and the business side. So that's the metamorphic woman, and I love the word metamorphic because it's like this cycle of transience, which we're yeah. you know everybody. But I love it, you know, being a woman that I'm constantly on this transient space of being a chrysalis, you know, the like, yeah. you know, the butterfly, and then you know back again, you know, to the goo kind of thing, and this cycling. And how do I? Mm. How do I? just stay in that authenticity, right, in all of that. And so what that is, it's an online portal, again, a profound acceptance through platforms of play and pleasure. So I do lots of embodiment practices and that kind of thing. Things Getting in touch with ourselves again because we kind of lost it. And like you said, midlife crisis, that's where I'm at. I just, (laughs) well, I literally hit 45 last year, so I'm on the mm. other side. But I feel like this is synchronicity at its best. I Just before coming to record this podcast with you, I just had to pick up my teenage daughter from the station, reading through some Twitter, found a Mamma Mia article about a woman talking about midlife crisis. <laughs> and I just went, oh, my gosh, it's happening to all of us. And I felt like I resonated with her because I guess, you know, I'll talk about myself and a lot of people know about me. I have five kids aged six to 18. So I've literally had two finish high school, kind of leaving the nest, but not really. And one who just started school. And I feel like I'm just on this constant conveyor belt that never seems to be ending. And she wrote in this article, she was talking about how, um, you know, you, you go through different phases of being a woman and, um, you know, the baby stage and the toddler stage and then school and high school. But I guess, I don't know if you've heard of the term. I think it's a, uh, a, an up and coming thing in the last two years about matriance. It's that intermediate phase when you've got children, but you're still, you haven't quite got, you know, I guess that's probably when the kids start school is when your matriance kind of ends because you're in that phase of your got the baby but they're not quite independent and so she was talking about now my kids are at school they're more independent they don't need me as much um and I guess that's where women find themselves re-evaluating life is when their kids are finally at school and like oh I can breathe a bit (laughs) and then we realize we've lost ourselves because we've been such a hands-on mother for so long right Oh, completely. Oh, my gosh. And I I hear you. I feel you. I was you. <laughs> Mine are a bit <laughs> older, like 1921. It's a little bit different. But still, yeah. you know, your children are always your children and they're going to have different needs. That's right. right. And having that how you parent them is however you parent them, but it's always in a different way. Again, it's always transient, you know, but I really get that whole, you know, that the intensity of mothering, like no one told us about the intensity and that yep. sense of it's unrelenting when you know like is this what it's all about and that whole of course you adore your children you know and you know if you've got a partner you're fantastic you want to nourish that and the energy the constancy that it mm. takes yeah you know, the upkeep of that and so and that that impacts us yes right? because we park 
you know, yes. our, our dreams or those little desires and there's things that we think, oh, that's all right, you know, I'll do that later or, you know, I won't do as much, like that kind of like dampening, dampening, right? Mm. Like kind of like that luster that we kind of had free children or whatever, like we had that sense of freedom, yeah. kind of like it gets a bit dimmed, you know, and all of a sudden it's 10 years later, you know, yeah. or, so, or sometimes decades, right? Everyone's mm. a bit different, but it's, you know, it's, it's really important to remember, yes, that we're not alone in that in that aspect too with the intensity of that mothering. And mm. it's like, but also what can we do, you know, to, to just get that sense of balance back, you know, yeah. get back that light. Like where do I, like sometimes, you know, it's like we look at ourselves in the mirror, we're like, oh, my God, is that, is that me? Like what yeah. happened to me? Or, oh, my God, am I wearing that again? Or, you know, like, <laughs> else I've come across with women too is that yeah they you know and this is their choice and that's fine and we have to support everyone's choice but some women actually stop and don't actually work or whatever until the kids start school and then the kids start school and they're like oh I haven't been planning for anything I've just been going through the motions (laughs) and next thing the next phase starts and you're like oh what do I do now (laughs) and that's what I find a lot of women start their business or uh, restart their careers because they're like, oh, I've got, I've got, you know, how many hours? Six hours in a day now. The kids are at school. I don't have to be at home all the time. Now it's me- time for me to pursue those things I kind of put on the back burner when I was having children. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they even feel that when you say things like that. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like that silence is like feeling the truth of it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you're resonating, right? Yeah. Mm. But I guess the thing is too, like you said, you work with women in their midlife. I guess that's the whole thing. Midlife isn't the end. Like we've still got another, what, 20, 25, maybe 30 years of life to go. This is when we should be embracing and doing what we want to do now because you've got a bit more freedom because the kids are a bit older. Well, it is, well it, this is a really interesting time because, you know, some women could be perimenopause or still cycling, you know, with their menstruation mm. or like completely finished. So who knows, but, but it's this space of that, right? And it isn't over till it's over, you know, because you mm. know, have these menopausal babies type thing and that, whoa, we're back there again, right? However, yeah. it's like you've had the decades of relationships, you know, beginning maybe ending, maybe divorce, maybe new relationships, blended families, children, children's needs, you know, all the way, you know, through till some might be, you know, leaving the nest, then it's the empty nest. What do I do now? Oh, my God. Am I or ending their career, changing, (laughs) realising I don't want to do that anymore. I want to start something completely brand new back to that time. So it's this whole like, hang on a second, what are my dreams? It's like this reckoning. We get Mm. to have a, a... it's like it is a second chance and you know and I love how the Chinese they call menopause the second spring I don't think that's a coincidence that is not a coincidence and I don't know I never knew that Mm. and I don't know 
the depth exactly what you know in terms of you know being a much higher need so it's like I don't understand mm. that but I can appreciate yes there is this sense of oh my god there's this there's another opportunity like that spring right so it's like oh the curiosity of spring oh the newness the innocence especially when you're starting new creative pursuits right yeah and, and but with all that wisdom insight yes. experience that you have right but you can reconnect with that you know young you do I still like all those things that I used to love or remembering what you used to love and you haven't you know gone dancing or picked up that instrument or picked up that you know paintbrush whatever it is that you know like yeah you it's this second chance and how lucky are we as women that the, that this is like it, it's marked in our bodies in our physiology you know and then externally how we express ourselves in the world as well right in our families mm. in our relationships our communities um so it's an exciting time so it's all those reword you know it's the possibility of you know rewriting your narrative you know yeah. reigniting what it is that lights me up you know reclaiming parts of your lost selves you know rewiring new pathways of things that you want to step into so it's a really exciting time too yeah yeah Awesome. Awesome. So what is the, I guess, what is it that you're wanting to share with our listeners today about, I guess, midlife? Because like you said, it can be different things to different women. There'll be women who don't have children, women who had children quite young, so their kids have already left the nest, or there are women who've still got kids or have had kids late. And like you said, some of us might be starting to go through that perimenopause, menopausal, others aren't. So I guess, you know, what is it that you would like to share with the ladies in terms of managing this midlife? Yeah. <laughs> midlife. I don't know. I don't know. It's not a crisis. I hate it when people wow. say midlife crisis. Again, crisis. Now, again, and I can't think exactly at the top of my head, but again, I think it's in Chinese terminology. It's something to do with opportunity. It's actually like the actual kind of glyphs. I guess the way it's written, it's opportunity and something. So it's like, wow, it's like reframing how you look at something, yeah. right? However, so it's like, you know, there is a lot of things happening in the body. So it can be quite frightening as well. This sense of out of control, right? So there's that. But my thing that I love and that I'm deep in right now is the idea of radiance. Like how do we reignite our radiance irrespective of where you are right now? And this is also really relevant to, you know, a woman at any era, you know, whether yeah. she's the teenager, whether she's the mother or, you know, she's the crone, whatever. And we're in this in-between time. We're not quite the crone, you know. Some people call this the maga um, or it's like yeah. an autumn time, like a time of harvesting all these things that we've experienced, right? So it's like, okay, why is radiance so important, right? Like, first of all, like what is radiance? Yeah. Um and so, you know, because that's just this lovely word, you know, we all have ideas of what it is, but it actually is subjective because what is radiant for me isn't necessarily what is radiant for you, you know. Yeah. So it's about getting curious about what that is, whether it's, you know, being in nature, leaning against a tree, going for a walk, going out for a dance with friends, going out for an amazing dinner or having a dinner at home. So it's whatever literally lights your inner pilot light. If you think about at the moment of, you know, apparently conception, there's this study, I think it was in 2016 or something about, you know, mice, they did these photos on mice about, you know, the moment of conception, there was a spark, 
Like yes. there was luminosity, right? Yeah. Luminosity being, you know, radiant like the sun, right? So right at the beginning, it's there. Like, wow, there's a spark. But there's always that pilot light on. It's not gone. Maybe dormant, you know, it may be really high depending on the experience that you had, right? But it's like, okay, why is it so important? And I also love the fact that, you know, the dictionary says um, that radiance is a deep pink. Like that. A deep it. pink. I know, right? I love What, they're giving it a color? I love, I love that. I love the fact that they did that. I'm like, wow, you know, women, we all have our pink bits, right? And they're all different shades. So it's like, wow, what literally turns you on? Like what brings you light, right? And it's like, especially during these tumultuous times, you know, especially the last few years, it's been oh, a roller coaster ride for so many people, right? And who knows if radiance is really on the backbone as opposed to just, you know, thriving and not, I mean, not thriving, but surviving as opposed to thriving, I should say. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But getting curious, like about that. So it's like, and remembering that, as I mentioned before, like, you know, this is on top of, you know, we're in midlife, things are happening to our bodies that we don't even know what's happening to our bodies. It's like, oh, that's happening. Oh, I didn't know that was happening. And it's so unique to us, right? So that sense of out of control as well. So, you know, our estrogen starts to go down, you know, shifts into our adrenals, lots of little things are happening. And then, like I said, you know, what's going on for the woman in her life and then emotionally like wow what like that real moment of midlife wow all of a sudden it's here that was quick what yeah. do I want to do with what do I want to do with the rest of my life do you know um so getting like curious about all of that because again over time it's like all those experiences either have at moments because again radiance being a transient thing it comes and goes yeah. Either you were lit like a diamond or was like lost its luster a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. And and it moves all the time. And again, I don't escape any of this, right? So it's that thing of, you know, where do you begin with all of that? If, you know, radiance, you know, is so important. And I love that quote by, you know, Mama Jean is saying that, um, and I'm going to paraphrase, yeah, something along the lines of, you know, when a woman is like deeply happy, like joyful, like when a woman is gratified, you know, she can be the source of an entire community's joy and prosperity, like, you know, there's absolute abundance. Yeah. And when you let that sink in, go, wow, that's the power of a turned on woman. That's the power of radiance. That's the power of a woman who, who knows, like, she's just lit. Yeah, whatever that is, right? Okay, so yeah, um, so that's my passion. (laughs) Yeah, that's my passion. Yeah, that's what I love. So I was gonna say, you know, like you said, radiance can mean different things, it can also be portrayed differently. You know, often, obviously, the first thing is, oh, you're looking radiant today, so your skin is looking great, whatever. But I guess, you know, you know, I, I guess this is me and my interpretation but I think you know radiance can be so many different things could be someone who has lots of energy or you know is coming across as really you know vivacious and bubbly um you know it's a positive thing really but then like Mm -hmm. you said it can be someone you know choosing to go in and rest as well you know Mm -hmm. it's 
you know, it's different things to different people, isn't it? It's not all about, I guess, people think radiance, think beautiful. Well, yeah, yeah, but again, beauty is only skin deep, isn't it? Right. And things aren't what they seem, right? You know, this, this is all transient too. But it's like yeah. that, you know, if you think about um, the actual word itself, so radiant, so radiating, so it's the light. light yes, the light. Really- the light can be really still, right? It can be looking mm. at a beautiful piece of art that somehow blows you away or you just think, just wow, right? That's radiance. And um, if you're wonderful, if we begin to just get curious about what that is within ourselves, right, and begin to accept that in others as well, like going, hey, you should be doing this or no, that's projecting, <laughs> you know, yeah. what you think radiance is. That's not accepting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, I guess it is. It's about having lots of energy, and I think that's probably where a lot of us in our midlife are failing. (laughs) (laughs) Or even as a new mum or a young mum, everyone talks about being sleep deprived or having no energy or tired. Like I know personally, for me, since having my fifth child compared to my oldest two who were twins, the twins would go to bed and I'd still be up working madly. But again, I was 10 years, 12 years younger, whereas now with my six-year-old, like he's off to bed, I'm crashed on the couch. You know, <laughs> There's none of that extra work going on. It's like, I just need to rest. <laughs> oh my gosh. I so relate to that. Oh, the, the sleep, man, never underestimate that whole sleep. I don't think I slept for two years when I had like my perspective mm. to recognize myself. Do you know, and funny enough, it's like now that sleep has been the issue that I've been dealing with again. It's like, whoa, do you know, now it's you know, I've got a handle on it, and finally things are balanced again. But whoa, that rest, right? Oof, just you know, working on top of the exhaustion, like, yeah, yeah like, no, yeah, yes, like, no, yeah, and so, and that's really important to get because the radiance thing. Like I like to use what's called like a radiant scale. It's like, okay, like where do you begin, right? Where do you begin? Yeah. Like we get practical. It's like pretend there's a radiant scale. So and zero, I'm sure right? a lot of right? health clinicians will relate to this. We're always using <laughs> scales of zero to ten. Right? You get this relatability. It's like, you know, my 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 you know, radiance all over the shop. But hang on, like, yeah. hang on, I'm just getting in touch. If we just and you know, we anything we're making it up. So it's just trying to like have some kind of anchor or tool that can sort of like gauge just where you're at. So if we imagine there's this scale, this radiant scale, so zero being zilch energy, can't get out of bed, right? To 10, it's like, wow, I'm on top of the world. I can do anything like, yes, and I can do this and I can do everything for you as well. So there's this surplus of energy, yeah? So, and here's the thing, there's this zero to 10, but it also goes minus zero, you know, and it goes 10 plus, 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 plus. So minus zero can be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm actually really, I don't know, maybe depressed or it's like I've been so exhausted for so long, like, but I'm, I'm a robot, you know, I'm yeah. just, oh, doing yeah. what, you know what I mean? Like there's that. And then the you're plus, just, plus, plus, right? You're so, in survival <laughs> mode. You're just doing the bare minimum less, to get by. Bare, the bare, even less than, you know, it's like you will accept the less than because that's going to get you through the day, right? So there's this radiant scale. And here's the thing, you know, we go through zero to 10 and it can be zero to 10 in a second. 
sometimes zero to one, like in a week. So again, right, it's completely subjective. There's no right away. It's like, how long is it going to take me to zero? No, it could be like this. It could be like, you know, you have this amazing conversation with somebody and you're like, whoa, that was amazing. You know, in 10 minutes, I felt, whoa, right? So it's like this. It goes like this. So we get to go, okay, where am I at right now? Where am I at in a rating scale? So let's do this right now, Mirandy. <laughs> so yes, let's do just, it. Yeah, let's do it, right? Okay, so we've got the rating scale, zero to 10. Let me ask you, right, where are you just right now? No right or wrong, just where we're in the rating scale. I reckon I'm halfway. Give me a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome, a five, beautiful. For me, I'd say I'm about a seven, right? Just right now. Myself, I'm feeling pretty good, feeling a bit of this, a bit of that, but seven, like on the high side. Okay, so you're five. All right, you know. So right now, you're a five on this scale. So the thing is, can you accept? This is key, is the acceptance. So not tolerating, right? Because yeah. Yeah? tolerating, you know, numbs you out, right, really. It doesn't bring that love or that sense of like affinity with reading it. So can you accept that five is just where you're at right now? Yeah? Totally. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Start there. Because here's the thing, like everybody can accept where they are. They're always either thinking, oh my God, you know, I want to be over here, like way over here, more towards 10 or 10 bucks. Or actually I'm too much. So we mustn't yeah. forget that I'm too radiant. And I've got to dampen my my light, you know, a bit. So it goes both ways. So, okay, we start with the accepting where you are. And just noticing how that feels in your body. Mm. Okay, just noticing how that feels in your body. Okay. And so just observing, not making it mean anything, not going anywhere with it, right? Okay, beautiful. And then it's like, do I give permission? <laughs> Do I give permission to myself? But that's okay where I am right now. Yeah. yeah. And just notice like how that feels. And do you feel safe in that space as well? Like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. In this five out of, you know, five out of ten. I'm okay in this, you know, seven out of ten, right? So just starting there and getting just curious. Because you know, we can bring all our stories with this. It's like, mm. but it's like, no, just uncollapse all that. Where you are is where you are because you're not going to go in there without accepting where you are. So we do yeah. that. Okay, beautiful. And so we've got that. Okay. And so, okay, I'm a five or I'm a seven. And maybe, you know, I do want to, like, switch it up a little bit. You know, maybe seven and a half or a five and a half, right? And there's that phrase, and we've all heard it, like the way out of your head is through your body, right? There's this thing called embodiment practices. So it's like, you know, all the talk, the self talk. Oh, yeah. 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 The chitter chatter, people call it the monkey mind. It's got lots and lots of names. Yeah. And it's going to be there. And it's like, yes, I hear you. And thank you. And yes, I also want to switch it up a little bit. I want to have a little bit more radiance. So, how do we do that? So, it's going into the curious side of, okay, what do I actually like to do? Or what do I want to do? Or what have I always wanted to do? Or what do I really desire to have somebody told me by you? And I really want to do that. Ah, as well. yeah. So it's all of those kinds of things, right? And it could be something really simple because the simplest ones, you know, are really important because you always win when you do a simple thing. And a simple thing could be changing how you're sitting. Like, 
really simple, really simple. Like, you know, like slowing your breath, right? Becoming aware of your breath, right? Yeah. Taking a breath, right? You know, and sure, it's going to do these wonderful things to your physiology, yeah? But it's like everybody knows this stuff that as soon as you one inhale and one exhale, oh, that felt good, right? And I'm going to invite you to do that, Reggie. Just take a breath in. And how that feel? Felt good? Yeah, well, I was going to say, this is something I've always got to work on is breathing. Yeah. <laughs> and when I was driving the other day, I saw a number plate that said exhale. Oh! <laughs> yeah. I think people need to remember they've got to exhale. They breathe and they go, oh, breathe in. Yeah. But then they hold it. Yeah. And they forget yeah. to exhale. And it's the exhale yeah. that helps relieve the stress. Um right. Funny thing, last night I started watching a series by Chris Hemsworth on National Geographic (laughs) and he's walking around with a psychologist and she's talking about how to reduce stress. And she talked about the most simplest way is breathing and she also talked about the negative self-talk, turning them into positive self-talk, you know, when you come into a stressful situation. So the example they gave last night was, you know, heights going up on a high thing and you're freaking out god i can't do this Mm. and um and they and this was really great because you know coming from a health background they were measuring his physiological responses so they could see once he learnt the right tools Mm. his heart rate and his Mm. here he is high up on this um crane on the top of the crown casino in sydney yeah. And his heart rate went from like 150 down to like 98. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I so relate to what you're saying. And I don't know why, and this may be off the topic, but this yeah. reminds me completely of um, years ago, I did um, this, there's this walk called um, El Camino, the Santiago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a space. So I did that one, right? The French way. Anyway, and the thing that I was most concerned about was actually going down a mountain. So it's not the up, it's the down. Like I can't do it and I'm not doing it, but I actually have to do it because, you know, that's part of the walk. Well, yeah, you got to so get there. <laughs> like, and I vividly remember that, you know, so the day's coming up, like, you know, up, 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 up. And then, of course, the down's going to come. And the self-talk that got me through it was all I have to do is the next step. That's it. All that's I have to do is the next step. So I'm literally like... The next step and the yep. next step. All I have to do is the next step. I can do that, do the next step. And then it's like, you know, a thousand steps later down the mountain. And it's like, okay, that wasn't so bad because that's the thing. It was a thousand little steps going down. And that's the mm. thing about these tools, like getting back to ratings, getting back to your center. It's the thousand little steps, so the thousand little breaths, like one little breath. You yeah, know, and moving your body, and you know, sure, you might want to go for a big walk, but can you go out in your backyard and sit in the sunshine for five minutes, even if you yeah. have to put the timer on? If you want to go for that walk, so changing your physiology that increases, mm. you know, to things that you'd love to do, yeah, whether you know, running, dancing, whatever, yoga, whatever is your thing, yeah, but but small, it's the small things that count, it is, that, and that's that what I was saying last night. Yeah, they're saying it's just (laughs) one step. 
one small step. And I think that's where people, where the overwhelm comes in. So again, you know, bringing it back to what we're talking about midlife, you know, oh, like this was me this time last year. I went, oh, holy crap. Okay. I've got twins starting year 12. I've got a (laughs) six-year-old starting primary school. Crap. I've got another 13 years of schooling. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I had yeah. to breathe. I had to go, okay, it's fine, Mirendi. You could you've got this. You've done 13 years. You had two and they survived and they mm-hmm. didn't kill themselves, you know, or kill each other, or you know, they didn't, you know, they passed school and you know, now I'm happy to say they're both yeah. starting on their careers. But you know, I had to just stop and go, okay, don't panic. <laughs> breathe you're gonna be fine yeah and you're gonna bring all your wisdom and all the things that you did way back then you're like oh that's right I'm not gonna do that one you know I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna be doing that or you know how to conserve energy better I think too as you're older you know you you know what spending so much yeah you know what to yeah what to put energy into and what not to I'm not gonna bother with that yes that's a waste of time And you know what? I think that's a superpower of midlife, which is discernment. You know, we get to choose. You get to choose what it is that you want, don't want, want to say, don't want to say, participate, don't want to participate in, and on and on and on. You know, and I think there's that strength that comes, again, from the decades of living. Yes. Living. Exactly. Trial and error. Trial and error. Constantly. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the fact that I'm here doing this with you is a miracle because, man, I was completely overwhelmed. I didn't even have anything on social media. I had to get my daughter to, you know, actually teach me, like, what is that? How do you do that? Like, what is this wizardry? And I'm still doing that. And it's completely humbling. But the point is, it's just, I can do the next step, you know? And now yeah. it's like, I can do the next step. And if I don't know how to do the next step, someone can show me how to do the next step. Exactly. Or I can delegate, right? Exactly. <laughs> Ask for help or delegate. Totally, totally. Um, so I guess, you know, you've spoken about the radiance scale. So people now know where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> and you've said, okay, the first thing is, you know, tool you can do is just breathe you know yeah yeah but what are some other things we can do to I guess boost or reignite the radiance is it like re light the flame I don't know how do you want to work so I I feel like you know everyone is different in this so some people are going to want to go big some people are going to want really small and that's so again accepting all of that and welcoming in that huge cauldron of this is how it is right so let's go with the small ones right so even so, even people who feel like they can't even move or feel completely overwhelmed, where do I even start? Like, oh, or yeah. cynical, or you know what? Or they're cynical. Like, you know what? They're just like, no, nah, that's not for me. Or they're shut down, right? So really, really small. Again, all the body stuff that they can do. Can they get themselves a beautiful, like, you know, a cup of tea in a beautiful yes. mug? That's it. Yeah. Or that fantastic coffee that tastes so good you know, that makes them feel really great. Little wins or, you know, take a longer shower, take that bath, you know. Um, yes, the breathing. There's really yeah. things, all the little things that are going to feel like tick, 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 these are wins. Because every time we do that, it just tells our whole system, our whole being, our brain, our body, 
my God, okay, I can do this and this feels good, right? It's yeah. Kicking that dopamine, it's going to want more. So more of that. Start small. And, yes. and also get curious. So you might want to journal. What did I used to like doing, say, when I was a teen, or when a, a time when you felt great, right? Yeah. You can say great as being a time of radiance in your life. What did I used to like doing? Was it talking to my girlfriends? Was it going camping? Was it, you know, what yeah. I just write out? And do you still feel connected to that? Have you parked that for 10 years, 20 years? Yeah. And do you want to do that again or not? Or actually, I do want to take that class. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever it was, you know, that I wanted to do when I was 20. That kind of thing. Oh, I wanted to practice. Or whatever. Can you take, you know, like space for yourself, like like minuscule, like again, all the tick, 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 tick. So that's yeah. the little stuff. But also, here's the thing, because there's all of that, and that sounds fantastic. But I feel like, you know, I love a woman or women with a voracious appetites you know and yes. that can feel and that can feel quite challenging like and sometimes unattainable you think oh yeah you know what I love that and I'll follow them on Instagram or whatever or you or you might know them you know but that uh, that I can't do that oh no way could I possibly do that right okay but is there something about you know them with their personality or is it something they're actually doing or something they're actually being in the world that's inspiring you can you start with that again can you give yourself permission that you're feeling this way you might be jealous and not even aware you know you know it's like what is this feeling that's going on in me so it's like can we celebrate every woman like just where they're at like you know, and then give permission. That's it. I think that's the other thing is we're so busy comparing ourselves to everyone yeah. else. We've got to take a step back and go, hang on, you do <laughs> you. Yeah, you know, and if you keep doing that, you're just going to keep getting evidence, collecting evidence, collecting evidence of all these things that are keeping you small. See, that didn't work for me. Oh, why should I do that? You know, it's, but really, like, is that what you want to do? Do you want to be that diamond that is completely like opaque? Lots that shine. Everybody, everyone, all of us, right? And who doesn't love seeing a woman who's like lit? Like yeah, I love being a I love, or even just in, in a beautiful way that feels like, oh my god, like a balm to my soul, right? I think, oh yeah. my god, we need that, right? Because here's the thing. Again, that that concept of we do it for ourselves, but man, when we do it, it's like filling our own cups. So that we're not compromising ourselves or working on top of, we're just working with it and cultivating more so that we can be those extraordinary women that are being called right now. We need these women to stand up in midlife. You know, it's like things things really matter. And we do it for our children, you know, and the next generation, you know, as well. It's like I'm looking for the older women now too. It's like, come on, you know, one day I hope to be a, a silver-haired crone, you know, it's like <laughs> he's rocking it, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's like, man, you know, what are the things that we want to be telling, you know, these younger women? Because here's the thing, you know, I was there. So it's like, ask me things, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. what do you want to know? You know, they need to know it does get better, yeah. you know? And it goes like this. It goes crap, it goes good, it goes crap, it goes good, right? But it's like, well, yeah, it brilliant. never runs linear. <laughs> 
that's living. We're in the mud and the muck and the gorgeousness and all it all its, you know, radiance, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. So is there anything else you wanted to share with everyone about radiance and midlife? Or do you think you've I feel it? like I feel like <laughs> that's, people enough. <laughs> I feel like, you know, that's enough because you know it's enough to digest those little bits. You know, yeah. and see, and just see where you where you where you see yourself in those bits. Do you or don't you? Or do you know someone? And just you know, really just hold yourself tenderly in wherever you're at, because mm-hmm. you won't be there forever. <laughs> yeah, and I love how you said, yeah, sit and journal, think back to what you used to do in your teens, twenties. Because I say that to my clients all the time. You know, when they're wanting either to start a business or you know whatever it is they're looking to do, I just say, think back to when you were a kid. What did you want to be? Why would I want to Because you know what? What you wanted to be as a kid is probably where you should be going. That was your love. But then, you know, life kind of takes you in all these different directions and, um, you know, you kind of lose sight or people tell you, oh, that, that dream's just not, you know worthy um so I say you know go back to yeah your younger days what was it that lit your fire up what did you want to do um especially you know for those who are you know studying at uni and found another Mm. side hustle that they loved whether it was you know well what's an example (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think off the top of my head you know medieval stuff you know whatever yeah you know Oh, I just remember when I was at uni, I used to go with my girlfriend to go and learn how to make our own lotions and potions. (laughs) Still doing all that stuff. (laughs) I think we just needed our creative side, you know, because you're so stuck in academic stuff just to be able to go and use your hands. But, yeah, no, I'm a big believer of, yeah, yeah, thinking back, what was it that you like to do? Even if it isn't something you want to do as a career, maybe it's just something you want to do as a hobby, like you Ah. said before. You know, maybe yeah. it's going and doing clay yeah. you know, sculpting exactly. or, you know, mm. and if you or don't whatever. know, and I just, it just made me think that if you don't know, because sometimes we feel a bit blocked or even that question itself can feel quite overwhelming, like ask like your bestie or ask your sister or ask, you know, some, someone who knows you and ask them, do you, do you, you know, especially if they knew you when you were younger and ask them to describe you, what did they see in you? What did they notice about you, you know? Um, you know, because you'd be surprised at what comes from that when you see you know, yeah. other people's reflections. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your wisdom with our audience. So do you just want to... Um, share with everyone where they can find you online if they'd like to reach out and learn more from you absolutely so if you want to find out um or connect with me um just reach out on facebook or instagram or telegram um i think there's a tasha oh telegram yeah yeah i I thought you were talking old style telegram (laughs) yes you can directly telegram with morse code and i will receive that energetically absolutely just oh, I'm still out. getting used to all these different <laughs> messenger platforms. It's doing my oh, head in. Oh, and you're way ahead of me. You're way ahead of me. I'm still learning mm. too. Um, yeah, just connect. Just, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Awesome. It's and pleasure. what we'll also do is we'll have Lisa's details in the um, synopsis of this episode podcast too. So if people um, 
are driving or don't have a pen in front of them, <laughs> they can go back and look at that and um, get your contact details from there. Thanks again, Lisa, for coming on and being my first guest for 2023. I appreciate it. I appreciate it too, Mirindy. I've loved it. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. You have been listening to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. To ensure you don't miss an episode, remember to subscribe. If you are enjoying this series, please leave us a review. If after listening to this podcast episode, you feel inspired to start or transform your own health business, come join our free Facebook group, Authentic Healthpreneurs. Search Authentic Healthpreneurs in the Facebook groups. In this group, you will find free resources, webinars and other events to help propel your business forward and succeed. It is a beautiful community of like-minded female health practitioners who support and uplift one another and celebrate our successes together. If you need help with starting or growing your health business, be sure to check out my website, AuthenticHealthpreneurs.com. Here you will find more information on the one-on-one coaching services and online training programs that I offer. I would love to support and guide you to live your life purpose and see you succeed in business. If you are not sure what help you need, then be sure to book in for a free business strategy session with myself. You will find the link in the website.